You already know that subscriptions can add predictable recurring revenue to your store. But did you know that Bold Subscriptions has added a ton of new features to make it even more profitable? Their convertible subscription feature first lets customers subscribe to one product and then automatically switch it to a different one the second month. Why? This way you can set up trial sizes, free samples, like uh, all those shaving websites. They've also added a cancellation flow to keep people on the subscription that I think is really cool. It's like abandoned cart recovery, but for subscriptions. So if you've ever tried to cancel your Audible account or anything like it, you'll see what I mean. If you say you don't like it, the books, they'll offer you one for free. If you say it's too expensive, they'll try to give you a deal on the next month. Basically, Bold built this into the subscriptions app, and it stops up to 30% of customers from canceling their subscriptions. And their most recent feature is the subscription buy button that lets you sell your subscriptions directly with a link that's perfect for email, blog posts, Facebook, whatever. Now, one of the things I personally love about it is that customers can manage everything about their subscriptions by themselves. They can log in, pause, skip, edit, update, payment info, their address, swap products, add products, whatever. They can just manage everything themselves. That's a huge time savings for merchants because it means fewer customer support requests. Now, if you want to add predictable recurring revenue to your business, Bold's offering their subscription app to listeners of the unofficial Shopify podcast free for 60 days. Go to kurtelster.com slash bold to install it. That's kurtelster.com slash bold. Additional support for the unofficial Shopify podcast comes from SEO Manager. You already know the benefits of SEO. The higher you rank in search, the more visitors you get, and more visitors means more sales, which means more money in your pocket. But how do you do it? That's where SEO Manager comes in. It helps Shopify store owners get found in search engines more easily and it's trusted by thousands of store owners. No surprise there, it's equal parts power, innovation, and ease of use. Think of SEO Manager as your optimization toolbox. Here's some examples. It can scan your site for issues, offer keyword suggestions, add structured data support, analyze missing pages and redirects, and even integrate with Kit, plus a ton more tools to help you be easily found in Google searches. Best of all, it's easy to get started. You can get started in minutes and their friendly support team is always on standby if you need help. Seriously, I have met them. They are the best. And as a special offer to you, you can get 10% off SEO Manager forever when you sign up at seomanager.com slash unofficial. That's seomanager.com slash unofficial. Oh, wow. Spring. Spring is here. Summer's right around the corner. And we're going to be going back to amusement parks and carnivals and state fairs. And I cannot wait. Roaring 20s. Life is returning. And as we're out there doing, some, engaging in some frivolity, right? We've earned it after the dumpster fire that was 2020. I think, I think we should all take a moment and get some cotton candy. The next time you see cotton candy, try it relive that childhood experience and i have with me today someone who is an absolute expert in cotton candy i am joined by the head mother fluffer at love spun therese dozier and this is a shopify store where you can buy artisanal spun candy right yes absolutely how are you 
I am I am doing very well now that you are here. I I have been we scheduled this like a month ago and it is I've been looking forward to it. I someone introduced me to your store. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And immediately you said I would lo- I reached out, you said I would love to do your show, and then I put it out of my head intentionally so that I would be fresh, so that you could tell me your story and I'd be hearing it for the first time. Yay! How exciting. So Yeah. I am thrilled yeah. about this. So let's start with what, tell me in your own words, what is Love Spun? Love Spun is an artisanal cotton candy company that makes over 200 flavors of clean cotton candy. We make it from organic raw sugar um, and all natural flavors. And we make it with no hype, which means we don't have any artificial colors or flavors. And that means that, you know, everything you see is all fluffy. It's white. It's no preservatives. Doesn't give you that gnarly headache. Um, it's just, it's good. And the flavors are like a flavor explosion in your mouth. They're, they're amazing. Give me, what are some of the flavors here? Um, so like my favorite is pineapple um, and you can shake tahine on it. And I don't know if a lot of your listeners are familiar with tahine. It's like this spicy, lemony um, Mexican seasoning that you're supposed to put on fruit. It's delicious. So like pineapple, we have watermelon, we have cucumber, creme brulee, creamsicle. Um, creme brulee. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And it tastes like you can test, taste the brulee part. Like that's the amazingness of it. A tahine cotton candy. Now I'm interested. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's optional. Yeah. You know, it, if you order that bundle, which is called I Love Tahine, we send you little packages of tahine to put on it. So it's optional. You don't have to. It's, you know, it's not a commitment. So when I think of cotton candy, you know, I think of the big, like the, you get the thing as big as your head and it's on a, right. a stick. And you think and, pink or blue. Yeah. And pink or blue, like yeah. you know, horrifying unnatural colors. And I don't imagine it as like, a, I never would have thought of it as a thing that would store or ship. Who, what, what madness is this that you said, you know what? I'm going to send cotton candy through the mail. I, this wouldn't have never occurred to me. Where do you get the idea? How did this start? It does this work? Can I actually ship this? <laughs> it probably wouldn't have occurred to me unless COVID happened. So um, we were ah. primarily event based. We would show up at pop ups. We do corporate events. We did like some really high end wineries here in California. Um, we did Google like our first year. Um, we were out and about and we you know were at pop ups and marketplaces and private events. And then COVID hit. And we were like, you know, I felt really silly trying to, trying to, like everybody had this collective, what are we going to do? Are we going to die? Is this the end? Right? So yeah, that March, 2020, I will never forget it. <laughs> right. like, I'd wake up every morning and for a moment I had forgotten and about the pandemic. And then I would go, oh, right. Yeah. And just like the wave of anxiety would, would come over me. And then over time we started to discover like, okay, maybe things aren't, Oh, well, we're going to be okay, but we're still waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, And then absolutely. slowly we started figuring our way out of it. Now, I'm not like dismissing the horrible experience we all had, no. but like we, we survived. Yeah, for sure. Like I stayed in the bed probably for that, the better part of that month between March and April and just kind of like didn't understand, right? It was freaking out. 
And so, um, you know, I saw these businesses trying to pick back up online and I'm like, what the heck's going on? And then people were like, hey, are you selling? And I'm like, um, we're about to die. Can <laughs> I mean, this right. is the silliest thing. Like people need masks and alcohol and and hand sanitizer. Nobody needs cotton candy. But, you know, there was a lot of people who encouraged <laughs> us to kind of, you know, transition into a packaged good because. People needed that joy, you know? It was that time where everybody was like, screw it. Who knows how long we're going to be in here? This summer body's not happening this year. So, you know, <laughs> let's get this sugar. Oh, yeah, I know. Remember when they told us, like, oh, well, you're just going to, everybody's just got to lock down for two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. Like, it's just a time warp. You just lost an entire year of your life. So, so how long had you been, you did, uh, you would show up to events and you'd sell cotton candy and you mm -hmm. were doing this for like, you know, big corporate events, that kind of thing. Yeah. When did you start that? So I started in 2018, but I had actually okay. had the idea since 2014. Um, I love cotton candy and I had been to a bunch of events and I had gone to this wedding event and someone was serving like just the regular old cotton candy. And I was like, this is great at weddings, but this could be so much better. You know, it could be, fancy it could be flavorful i know there's a way to make it cool you know and so that was that planted the seed in 2014 and then 2018 um i had been working at, i worked corporate wise as a marketer at that point and um i did digital marketing and um, before that, I was a scientist. Like I've had a, a bunch of lifetimes in my corporate You're a scientist. Experience. Yeah, I was for about ten years. Um, but um, I was just tired of working for the man. If you understand, like it oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, it was just really. It was not only like the nine to five, but I ran into. Um, as someone with like a, a very outspoken personality um, and someone who is very creative and is very, um, I guess, strong-willed, it was pretty difficult for me to fit in in a corporate setting. Um, I would never be able to speak or speak my mind. It was just really challenging and uncomfortable. And so um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to start this. I'm going to be rich. <laughs> That's it. Like, I mean, I you have to have this mindset, right? I, I didn't want to, you know, start it and just be like, well, let's see what it does, because what's the point, you know? And I mean, really, the idea was for me to not only create this cotton candy company, which would take me out of this corporate situation, but also I have two kids with autism. So I wanted to create an opportunity for them to not only um, have something to do, but to kind of see this model of entrepreneurship as a way for them to um, to create their own lane. I wasn't, you know, they may not go to college. They may, they may not. Um, but I wanted to make sure that they knew that they had options to create their destiny. And so it was really a, um, an opportunity for me to teach them. That's amazing. I mean, I relate to, I, re I relate in that I always viewed myself as as outspoken you know, to the point of, of being contrarian at times um, as a creative, really mm -hmm. very much like applied that label to myself, saw myself that way. And 
and I wanted to be independent for a variety of reasons, but really, you know, who doesn't? And that kind you when you have that personality and then you try and work in like a big big team, big corporate office where because of the size they need to really operate on like a lot of standards and practices and this is the system and that's that. And you very quickly get labeled as difficult in that right. scenario. <laughs> right. Right. And then on top of it to be a woman and a person of color, which oh, obviously yeah. I am neither. A black woman, not a person of <laughs> yeah. like, like color. My label that, is black woman. If I have that fear, yeah. Like if I've got that fear, it's going to be 10 times worse for you. Um, so I, 100%, that financial independence, or getting that, that financial independence and that total independence, really, that, I respect that as the choice. And then on top of it, to be able to like, hey, for your kids to say, look, you could design your own lifestyle and you can thrive. Wow. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's important. I mean, that was modeled to me. My my had a grandmother who was she was a antique broker and she had tons of real estate. And um, what else did she do? Oh, she was a real estate agent as well. And she was a nurse like she was a nurse in World War Two. She was amazing. My mother ran a business and it's just been modeled to me, you know, just even if you did have a nine to five or regular job that um, multiple streams of income, if you have more time, if you have enough time to sit your butt on the couch when you get home and watch, you know, and flip the remote control, then you can do something else with yourself. Absolutely. But it's a t- like you have to, you can't force it. You have to want it. I yeah, no, I mean, it, it's definitely something that's in you. Um, entrepreneurship is not for no suckers. <laughs> it's not for no punks. It's definitely for um, people who have that grind, you know, people who have that that fire in their heart or that those people who go to a nine to five and say there's got to be something else. I mean, and nothing, not, not saying anything bad about people who have nine to fives or who are happy in that space. Um I was once married to someone in that space and they thrived, you know? Um, it's just, I just know it's not for me. Yeah. And I think that's, that's how it works. Like you have to, you have to know that look within and acknowledge it and own it. And then from there, okay, now I've, you've really asked yourself, why not me? And once you've done that, then it starts. Yeah, Um, absolutely. So you start this event business to do artisanal cotton candy. As and you were formerly a scientist, which I think is incredible. I love science backgrounds. Where I was like, okay, so we've got this cotton candy business that you you saw it at a wedding, and you went, I could do that, but better. Like it doesn't have to be these lame flavors. It could be really cool stuff. I incubated that for years, and I would tell everybody that people thought I was crazy. I'm like, yeah, when I started my cotton candy business, and they're like, okay, all right, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what the hell, cotton candy, you know. They didn't, I mean, think it was important. And I think one of the things behind our business is, you know, like it's Love Spun, the, the name, you know, it's made from love. It's it's like our our whole stilo, I guess you would say, is just about love, you know, sharing love, loving our community, loving people who, um, who usually aren't loved, um, showing love to yourself by purchasing some cotton candy. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's our theme. It is our, our, your, your branding. It is our mission. Just phenomenal. I Thank love you it so much. If it, it's like the kind of branding, it's a thumb stopper that like immediately grabbed me where I got, okay, I got to know more. 
So w- when it was the events business, did you was it Love Spun then? Did it have the branding or did that come as part of the pivot? No, absolutely. It's always been Love Spun. Um, the branding okay. is all homemade. That's what I spend my energy doing. It's, it's something that really relaxes me. Um, and just making sure that it's a fun vibe. Like, I think that, you know, there. I'm not, look, Cotton Candy's been around for 120 years, you know? And so it's not something that is, I'm not recreating the wheel here. So I wanted to make sure that um, when you saw Love Spun, that you got a different impression of Cotton Candy. And what Cotton Candy is on the, you know, in the market right now is either like fair food, right? Which is the pink or blue. Or then you see there's, you know, cotton candy carts that exist and they're all ethereal and fluffy and pink and girly and all that you know like I wanted this to be inclusive and I wanted it to be inclusive of of all genders all ages and I wanted it to be edgy like who needs like fluffy woo-woo cotton candy anymore right and this is different so it's got all these flavors like let's just turn it on his head so we use a lot of like cheeky puns and like I'm the head mother fluffer. I I call I call my um <laughs> our customers lovers because I don't want to call them mother fluffers because somebody might you know <laughs> get a little offended. But I mean we've gotten some pushback. We had some somebody um on Instagram say we just hate when cotton candy companies use uh bad puns to try and sell and i'm just like whatever like keep scrolling hold on we we who is this person who's that invested in all cotton candy companies copywriting what a bizarre stance to take listen it is absolutely absurd and then i went and clicked on their profile and it was like this entire bikini page of bikini ladies and i was like really you're sitting here buddy objectifying women but But you want to tell me about my puns? Give me a break. So I know the 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 loudest critics are the one who like rarely create anything. I've discovered. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Like when you get but, those like crappy drive by comments, and then you click through, and it's like, oh, I see what's going on here. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah, it's like you're just tearing me down because you didn't do anything. It's really easy to criticize. So you've got the this event brand. You've got the 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 vision, the flavors, the branding. Um, this just really super fun brand voice, no matter what Instagram bikini weirdo says. And then it, it, a, a pandemic hits. We all don't, yeah. we all freak out. We don't know what to do. And it also feels like, you know, it's, it's such a dark, somber time that when, you know, what do you do and how are you supposed to talk and what's okay and what's acceptable? And when it's like, you know, this tongue in cheek, mother fluffer, cotton candy, well, like you're supposed to promote that during a pandemic when everyone's terrified. It's scary. But then people, you realize people want a sense of normalcy mm-hmm. and they want something, you know, Zoom, and they yeah. want a distraction. And so people started asking you, like, can I just get it? Okay. So yeah. what, how do we go from events business to let's not get out of bed until this is over to we're now shipping this stuff nationwide? So the thing about the beginning of the pandemic was like, and we were locked in the house was really interesting because previously, so in 2018, we started, that was the end, like no end of November, 2018, um, spring of 2019, my mother fell ill unexpectedly, terminally ill. And I had to stop everything for four months, um, and bond with her and care for her before, um, she passed away. So we were really like, 
locked down. Like the business was still kind of going through events and everything, but I lost my mom in August of 2018. So, you know, it was really challenging for the business, challenging for my creativity to kind of keep marketing it um, at that time. And so then, you know, still a couple months in, here comes COVID. And <laughs> so I'm still grieving. I'm grieving whatever. I don't even know what's happening, right? So there's this whole thing. And then people were like, hey, we need this cotton candy. So I had to kind of figure out, like I had to figure out an entirely new business. It was, um, it's crazy because Love Spun is not the same Love Spun that it was before the pandemic. Um, and you now that- a much stronger person than I am. I mean, just the, the amount- the, the amount of adversity there. Like, I would have lost the ability to function. At oh, that I point. did. I really, I, did. I would not have been able to pivot a business. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, it was either I sit and wallow in it or I make some something happen. You know what I mean? And um, that's just what it was. It was, it wasn't serving me to sit under the covers, under the electric blanket and just look at the news and watch the numbers climb. And, you know, and watch the people die on TV. Like, no, that's not my vibe. The, so let the doom me... scrolling. Right, what, right, right. Yeah, I forget, you forget about that. But yeah, it's like, um, and I, le I learned it's, it's like a neurological function. Your brain wants you in this time of stress to just monitor communication. It's like mm -hmm. a, a neurological function you can't resist. And so you doom scroll and you yeah. just like 24-7 news cycle. And all those systems are optimized to lock you into that. And yeah. you were able to break out of it. Yeah, I was, you know, and I, as a scientist, like I still have that scientific mind. So I'm trying to like really wrap my head around everything as much as I can. You know, I'm not like this professional epidemiologist, but I'm like trying to see if there's any patterns I can pick up from this new station and this new station. And that became my job. But I didn't want COVID to be my COVID from TV <laughs> to be my job. So um, we pivoted um, and it started really with local delivery. Um, just our neighbors, um, our customer, local customers were like, hey, hey. And so we started selling through our Instagram, which was really fun. You know, people were so excited. They would meet us at the door. We had, you know, contactless delivery, which was really cool. We, you know, showed people how we were taking precautions to make sure that their their cotton candy wasn't um, contaminated or, you know, that we were being safe with it. Um, and so that started we were delivering everywhere we had our van um, that my mom had left because my mom had just bought a van before she fell ill so we had that branded with love spun and so it was like really special that we got to drive around town and deliver everything um and just a little bit after like then the supply chain like froze up right so we right. couldn't get our containers we couldn't get our flavors we could like the sugar was dodgy because who wanted to go, you know, to the big box store to grab the sugar? Like it was, everything was a, a steaming hot mess, right? Um, I mean, there was just unending challenges. Yeah, the was. supply chain stuff, which we're still uh, experiencing. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, my container. So we had we had done packaged goods. Um, you know, we had done it packaged here and there, really sporadically at some of our pop ups. Um, and it was a hit, but it was never going to be our primary, you know, primary avenue of distributing our cotton candy because the experience of people coming up to our booth and, um, you know, smelling it and seeing 
smelling it and seeing it being made in, in front of them, you know, was really engaging for them. So, um, so yeah, so a couple, I think it was like a, maybe a month or a month and a half after we got started, um, the whole George Floyd thing happened. Right. And, um, the, it, like, here's another blow. <laughs> like, it's just like endless. Right. Um, and shortly after that, you know, we got quite a bit of support, support being a black owned company. Um, but then we got this email and we got, uh -oh. and I was, we got this email and it was from o, o Magazine, Oprah Magazine, right? Okay. And we were like, yeah, right, whatever. Like maybe people are just being really cheeky during the, the pandemic. Oh, so you, didn't, you, you thought this was a prank? Absolutely. Like why we are tiny, this tiny little company, right? Um, who's looking for us? Nobody's looking for us. And um, I have goosebumps thinking that you almost deleted Oprah's email. Well, I, I don't delete any email, so that's a whole nother story. But <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they were like, hey, we're just wondering what your evergreen product and your seasonal products would be for the holiday season. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, evergreen, seasonal, uh oh, we have product development to do. So um, I jammed everything together and it was like, I guess a two and a half week time period um, before we sent stuff off to Oprah Magazine. Um, and the wait after the two and a half week process was um, really terrible. <laughs> I don't think I slept. Um, and like I said, like before our business was just, you know, our product was just like this neighborhood product. So it wasn't like super fancy. People would order from us online, but um, it wasn't crazy fancy. It was just like, we had a label, the product spoke for itself. We had, you know, it was, it was fun. We stuck some buttons in there, you know, called it a day. Um, but Oprah made us kind of get our crap together, right? We had to have a product card and have a thank you card and package this and package that and the filling and, you know, like we had to make it an experience. And it was such a great opportunity because, you know, you, you people are still locked in indoors. They can't go out, they can't shop. So getting this package in the mail, that's a party in a box, like, you know, makes our product stand out even more. So, um, after our two months, um, we got the want want letter, which was okay. <laughs> it was okay. Like it was, it was heartbreaking because you know you get the call from Oprah. You're like, this is it, mom. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a star. You know, um, the big leagues called. Yeah, right? it's like the big leagues called. Will you be ready? Will you answer? Right. And you said, and look, we'll we're get we'll get ready right now. And yes, please. Yeah, then the thing was, was so crazy about it, right before we got the email, I was already preparing. I had already, you know, been interviewing co-packers. I was trying to source stuff and in bulk. Um, I was trying to kind of, you know, develop a fulfillment plan. So like in my in my long site, you know, that that was in my binoculars, you know, trying to scale the business in a way that um, we can accommodate a hundred thousand, however many orders at a time we would need, right? 
Hold on, an, an offer here has arrived from our newest sponsor. How can you increase your Shopify sales by 10 to 15%? Well, you could stage a PR stunt where you launch an employee into space, or you could just use Zipify one-click upsell. Created by the owner of a $100 million e-commerce store and trusted by over 8,100 Shopify merchants, one-click upsell helps you boost your average order value with targeted upsells and cross-sells. So you can make a traditional and effective pre-purchase upsell right from the shopping cart or make post-purchase upsells immediately after a customer completes their order. And with mobile-optimized offer pages that drive sky-high conversions and built-in split testing for maximizing your results, it's no wonder one-click upsell has made its users an extra $139 million in sales. And it only takes a few minutes to install it launch your first upsell, and start generating 10 to 15% more revenue overnight. So to start your free 30-day trial, go to Zipify.com slash Kurt. That's Z-I-P-I-F-Y dot com slash Kurt, K-U-R-T. And once you're there, to get an unadvertised gift, email help at Zipify.com and ask for the Tech Nasty bonus. Tech Nasty. And back to the show. Well, going backward, when you started, you said, I'm going to start this and I'm going to be rich. Like yeah. you, this reminds me of a story. Jim Carrey famously wrote himself a check for something like, you know, $10 million or $100 million. It, it was like signed to Jim Carrey and it was dated like, you know, I've got 15 years to do it, some of that. And he held onto that check. And he actually, he, he uh, I believe he stuck it in his dad when he buried his dad, he, he stuck it in his pocket. Aww. But it was about like envisioning it and having that expectation for yourself. Oh yeah. And I think absolutely. you know when you set those set that standard high even though when you do it the it feels crazy it become over time it starts to become self-fulfilling. And you know be, you end up it you know if I say like the universe responds to it <laughs> that's not scientific that sounds it sounds crazy and woo woo. But I think it's you know your actions and and what you're doing creates this ripple effect. And yeah. for you it, it I, it seems to be happening. Oh, thank and you. I think that's I, incredible. I, I'm excited for it. Like this journey has been so exciting. Like it's discouraging sometimes. Um, I think I had, I, I went to one of my Shopify roundtables recently and there was this lady who was juggling 5 million things. And I'm like, I'm lucky if I shower, you know, <laughs> I was having one of those moments and I was starting to feel bad about myself. But it was just like, everybody's like, look at what you've done in such a short time. This, you know, I'm, I'm like, oh, my, I started my company in 2018. But look at what you've experienced since 2018. You lost your parent, your only parent, and you have survived a pandemic. Like, you know, I, these are the conversations I have with myself, you know, so that I'm, I don't get stuck in it. And I think everybody has those moments where they, um, you know, get discouraged. Um, but I mean, we, Oprah didn't include us, which was completely fine because I don't, we were not ready for Oprah. Um, but at the end of the year in November or, or December, we were, um, you know, everybody was applying to all these grants and all these things for small businesses. And we applied to um, I Fund Women of Color, which is a pretty like, amazing program and what they do is they teach women um their their grant program um sponsored by a bunch of different corporations um but they also provide the opportunity for women of color to learn how to crowdfund so we are currently in the middle of 
that um, that accelerator to help us learn how to crowdfund. And through that, we actually kind of, you know, you have to develop your pitch and you have to figure out um, really like a lot of details about your business that you probably hadn't thought of before because you want to explain it to people. Like I could just be like, oh, I'm a cotton candy company. But why are you a cotton candy company? So during that process, we kind of developed the understanding that, um, you know, entrepreneurship is an opportunity that a lot of people may not have. But I know one one population, um, people with autism and young young individuals with autism, like my son, who's about to turn 15, um, you know, they don't have a lot of job opportunity once they they mature out of the education system. So my idea for Love Spun and the path that we are taking is to assist individuals with autism in learning job skills um, and to create a repeatable, what do you call it, program or repeatable um, model for this to be repeated across the country. So, that, I mean, it's a it's an easy enough job, you know, it teaches, um, it teaches, what do you call it? Counting money, execution of directives, um, sequential, uh, sequence following, a lot of skills that, that people who have autism inherently excel at. Um, so utilizing that skill set to, you know, create a fulfilling life for them, I think, and, and their social skills, because if they're out and about, um, at an event, you know, they may be a little shy, they may be a little outgoing, just depending on the individual, um, it'll help them practice their social skills as well. It is, yeah, absolutely. All of those things. It's incredible. And I have, um, I think if I, there's a few families who are family friends who I can think of that that, that would find opportunities like this incredible um, for their their own children. Uh, so when this when you launched the store on Shopify, when did you launch the Shopify store? Oh, when did I? Um, August, September. Okay, so August uh, August 2020 or August 2019? Yeah, 2020. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah, just, you know, it's just not that long ago. No. How did you market it? How did you expect it to go? Um, I don't know that I did market it. I think I switched it over. Um, and you know, in the hindsight of being let down by not getting on the favorite things list, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna let Oprah be my cherry on top, you know, so let me position myself in a way that if I get that, I'm already ready. Right. So I had a um, Facebook ads person help me kind of try and do like a little quasi scale, you know, trying to see like where are their holes in the operation, um, where are, um, you know, where are their holes in the fulfillment. And so we kind of put some money behind some ads and he was like, you can't use this other website. You need to use Shopify. And I was like, oh, OK, so let me switch on over. So I did it in, I think, 24 hours. I did it myself. And oh, know, wow. Yeah, it was just it was super intuitive, super easy. And I just started the Shopify store. And he was like, you did this in 24 hours. I was like, yeah, I mean, how hard is it? So 
Um, you know, it's just being prepared. It's like having all your assets in place, um, all your copy in place. And that's just something that I had already done anyway. So, um, yeah, I just got it going. And, and that's when we, you know, started our sales and our experiment. And um, I didn't market it. I just, I don't market. <laughs> I just do it off of Instagram right now. Um, and every once in a while, you know, we'll put some money behind some ads. Um, but we're, we're still dialing all of our marketing in. It's, it's like this omniverse of different channels, right? So it's just really word of mouth. We try and slide our product to some influencers when we have the opportunity. Um, you know, networking, being, you know, meeting a lot of different people is really helpful and just selling it. You know, I tell them our story and they're, they're like, oh, I don't eat sugar. But then by the time I finish talking to them, they're just like, okay, hey, let me try this, you know? <laughs> so that's where we Yeah, are. that's where I, I was like, well, you know, my wife's on a diet. So by extension of that, I am on a diet. I'm like, so I shouldn't order this. But now, like, clearly I'm ordering some when we're done with this interview. I think it's time for our lightning round. Oh. All right. I have random questions. And I want to know, what characteristic are you most known for? I think my positivity and maybe my smile and, oh, it's just one. Um, I guess like my relentless pursuit of what I want. That's such that's such a fabulous thing to be known for. Because it means like that that's clearly what you're doing. And I'd have to agree with it. Uh what book belongs in everybody's bookshelf? Ah, In the Meanwhile by Ianla Van Zandt. What's that about? It is about cleaning out your house from top to bottom, your, your figurative house. So whatever trauma or experiences that every individual has gone through in their life, um, you cannot have fulfilling relationships, whether they're platonic, um, or romantic or any kind of relationship unless you've cleaned your house from the attic to the basement. And so it gives you scenarios of individuals and how, how their blocks um, create trauma, you know, create continuing trauma for them. But it also gives you some tools to kind of clear those blocks. So I, I found that, I read that book years ago and found it very valuable. I... This sounds like a good one for me too. I have I put it in the show notes. It's in the meantime, awesome. finding yourself and the love you want. Yep, that's it. All right. If you could instantly become an expert in anything, but it's got one thing. What do you become Ooh. an expert in? I would. I can only reference my reference what's happening right now, and it would be have to be like Facebook ads. <laughs> It's funny how many people say Facebook ads, they but try, it's crazy. such a hard thing to master. But it's it's some it's funny because like Shark Tank is like my 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 guilty pleasure, right? So I watch it, and there's like these companies that get up there, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we just threw a couple of dollars." Like they had no actual plan at Facebook, and then they blew up. You know, they sold a million <laughs> a million dollars. They're like, "Oh, we were just doing it ourselves," and I'm just like, "Okay, well." Show me. I think a lot of times they're 
they're glossing over some important uh, <laughs> events in those stories because it sounds way better to be like, I don't know what I'm doing, and a million dollars showed up at my front door, <laughs> right. right? Like that that makes a that's an interesting story versus like, well, you know, we just kept it, trying and failing and iterating, and you know, we blew through ten thousand dollars on a credit card we couldn't pay off, and then it worked. Like that's not <laughs> no one wants to hear that story. Yeah. I know, but you know, honestly, I think if I could learn anything was a question. Um, yeah. I would like to learn how to build stuff. Like I find people who can either build stuff or play an instrument. I find that to be oh. so amazing because it's like creation, right? It's you're creating yes. something from your hands or from scratch. And I think that's just so amazing. The, okay. So in your store, I want some cotton candy. Okay. You have a special offer for our folks. If I use code Shopify15, what happens? Um, you get 15% off and we can throw in some cool swag for you. Oh my gosh. All right, I'm ordering when I get off yes, the call. <laughs> please. And finally, Therese, where where can we learn more about you? Well, you can follow us on Instagram at lovespunfloss, and that's L-U-V as in Victor, S-P-U-N-F as in Frank, L-O-S-S. And you can also find us at our website, which is love, L-U-V dash S-P-U-N dot com. And I have included both of those in the show notes. Please uh -huh. check out the site. The branding is so cool. The flavors are so cool. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm going to place an order when we're done with this. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it so much. Building an amazing Shopify store starts with an amazing foundation, a.k.a. your theme. Enter Turbo. Calling it a theme almost doesn't do it justice. Instead, think of it as a rapid prototyping tool for Shopify stores. It is one of the most configurable feature pack themes for Shopify available today. With predictive search, easy mega menus, infinite scrolling collections, and a ton of page templates. That's a metric ton, not a standard ton, by the way. It's easy to see why it is my own agency's favorite Shopify theme to work with. Not sold yet? Maybe this will help. You can save 20% off Turbo. That's $70 off the sale price of my go-to theme when you visit outofthesandbox.com unofficial and use code KURT20 at checkout. Best of all, try it for two weeks. And if you don't love it, out of the Sandbox will give you a full refund. That's right, full refund if you hate it. You've got nothing to lose and a beautiful money-making online storefront to gain. That's K-U-R-T-2-0 at outofthesandbox.com slash unofficial. If you'd like to help us spread the joy of entrepreneurship, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe. If you're listening on a smartphone, tap or swipe up over the cover art of this podcast. You'll find some episode notes, including links to sites we discussed, and maybe some details you missed. You'll also find offers from our sponsors, so please support our show by supporting them. And thank you. The unofficial Shopify podcast was recorded and hosted by me, Kurt Elster, produced by my business partner, Paul Rita, for our Shopify partner agency, EtherCycle. Check us out at ethercycle.com. Thanks for listening.